Hey everybody, this is Reba. Right before we get started with the podcast, I want to ask you a really simple question. Do you love a great cup of coffee? Man, if you're like, absolutely, boy, I love coffee in the morning, I love it in the afternoon, I love it in the evening, I love a great cup of coffee, then I want to tell you a little bit about Dare for More Coffee. This coffee is specialty great. It's roasted at origin, shipped straight to your door through our program uh, that we have um, that takes it straight from Guatemala right to your doorstep. But even though these are all fantastic reasons that you should get the coffee, the smooth taste, the beautiful just flavors that come out in the coffee, but there's actually more to it than just that. This coffee was taken from bean to bag, all by women who are in crisis and who are using this skill as a way to feed their families. So when you order a cup bag of this coffee and you're sitting there drinking that cup, what you've got to know is I'm really helping rescue women. I'm helping end trafficking. I'm helping end poverty. I'm helping pour in and educate a woman and her family in a way that's going to sustain her for life. So I got one question for you. Does your coffee do that? If the coffee you're currently drinking doesn't do that, then I want to make you a, a little, just a fun challenge today. Go to dareformore.org and order a bag of this coffee. Have it, we'll deliver it straight to your doorstep. Try it. If you don't absolutely love this coffee, let me know and I'll send you your money back. But I absolutely, I know, I just know you're going to not only love the coffee, but you're going to love what that coffee does. So, dareformore.org, go to our store, grab a great bag of coffee. All right, well, speaking of coffee, fix you a cup. And join me and Allie as we dive into today's podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, this is Reba and Allison and I are here today and we're ready to kind of talk about more about the book of James, Allie, your favorite book of the Bible. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is fast becoming my favorite book of the Bible because See? since we started, since we started doing this study, I have just really, it's been so helpful, even practically in our ministry yeah. and in my life right now, all already. And so it's fast becoming, you know, the, the that best friend that speaks truth. And you're just like, I know mm-hmm. what she's going to say. I know mm-hmm. what he's going to, I know what I'm about to hear, but I need to hear it. Right. And um, and it's been good so far. So, uh, but today is going to kick us a little bit in the pants, I think, I or think maybe so. in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the things I appreciate about the book of James is that there is so much practicality. It's like today, it's relevant today. I mean, I don't know, like today's podcast, this is what I know if, if you're listening. In today's podcast is like, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're at in your life. I don't care your age. I don't care what, I don't care what today is going to apply to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. um, and that's one of the things I love about James and so much of what he says is like that. It's yeah. like, oh, this is not just for young people. Oh no, this is not just for women. No, this is, this is for everybody. Right. And, yeah. um, and it is, um, it's strong because James mm-hmm. is always I mean, he, he doesn't say anything like timidly, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
He just says it out there. He's strong. And and there's some very strong language. I was reviewing it early this morning, and there is some very strong language about this warning to uh-huh. all of us uh, about, about the tongue. Absolutely. James 3. Yeah. James 3. So we dive into James 3 today, and he's really quick to, you know, you, you, at first, like, you're not sure where he's going. If you haven't read it before, um, the very first verse says not many people should become teachers. Okay. And you're like, yeah. okay, what in the world is he going with this? Because, you know, so James is kind of, but he's got a point that he's getting ready to make here. And he's like, not everybody should rush so quickly to be a teacher of the word of God because you have a stricter judgment. Now, Allison, this hits me and you right in the, right in the heart of where we live because we are yeah. both teachers of the word of God. Right. And, and yeah, right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, oh, I just and we, I was just talking about this last night, just being a pastor's wife, being somebody who who is um, in leadership and ministry leadership as a teacher, as a mm-hmm. ministry leader. And and it is it's a special it's especially warning for for us. Um, Absolutely. And and it's it should strike uh, just not fear, but it should strike just a um a, a burden or, or a, uh, a heavier, a heavier load. Uh, yeah. I feel like this first, you know, no, I, so. I agree. The importance to study, the importance to understand the importance to be careful because this is what James is going to say. He's going to say, we all stumble. That's verse two. We all mm-hmm. stumble in a lot of ways, but here's the bottom line. James says, when you open your mouth, this is where you can really goof up bad, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You can live and walk and you can be, but as I mean, and we've all had it. We've all had that, man, I'm having a great day. And then we say one word or we use a tone and then our perfection is gone, which was never perfect. But you know, that's, oh, if yeah. you're going to stumble, that's where it's going to happen. Oh man. So yeah. many times it, it, you're exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, if, if and James is so blunt about it, he says, if if you don't have a problem with stumbling in your words, then you're extremely mature. Um, yeah. And you know, uh, some versions actually use the word perfect. Um, right. And obviously, James doesn't mean that we're sinless perfection, but he, what he does mean is that we're a very, very mature person. If is a person who's able to control what comes out of their mouth. So I think for us, we've got to ask ourselves that question, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. where we start, how would I score myself? And this this would need to be a, this would be need to be a daily and a weekly audit. Um, But Uh when now, now when we're talking about the tongue, we just need to say this right off the bat, because back in, back in James's time, it was our words that we speak. Mm -hmm. And then um, now this includes social media. This Mm -hmm. includes this includes Absolutely. writing, talking. I mean, j- this includes both text. This oh, includes any of that, preach all it, the Allie. communication, <laughs> not just what we say verbally. Um, yes. But this, 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 and it really does because it's it's the the heart of it is how how we communicate um, to those in our community and to those around us and what we look like when we're communicating. And back in the day, they only had the tongue. Maybe they had scrolls and a papyrus, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Slam books in the eighties, you know, and I know right. it's like, I didn't say it. No, you wrote it down in that little book that you passed around in seventh grade. I don't know. Yeah. You know, raise your hand if you had one of those. And then now it's just texting 
and and mm-hmm. social media, passive That's aggression. Right. So let's just get that out of the way. It's all there. It's all the time. Oh, uh, no, absolutely. It's all wrapped up in the words that we say. Right. Uh, absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that, kind of drawing our attention to this at the beginning, because I just think there is. In fact, I, I know there is because I see it all the time. There is this um, casualness or this almost seeming like it doesn't count if I yeah. type it. Yeah. It only counts if I say it. And there are people that are writing things on their post. They would never, ever, ever say if they were standing face to face with that person. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And um, or they believe they're throwing the, the subtle jab that is not yeah. so subtle, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, in fact, my favorite little line in all the social media posts is, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, if you wow. know, you know. And, uh, you know, and you're just like, oh, you know, and everybody knows. And so even if they don't know, they know there's a problem and they're already Satan uses that. Absolutely. Tiny little entry point of doubt oh there's you know there's there's discord among the brethren there's somebody's done something wrong and the other person's talking about it mm. it is it's such a heavy weapon and and that and and james will tell us where it where it ends up Ooh. and how powerful it is so that's yeah. what we're jumping into so when we say tongue we mean all forms of communication all. right yeah. off the, right off the bat yeah and so this this passage james 3 1 through 12 is filled filled with word pictures mm-hmm. and uh which is very helpful Okay, if you're like me, you love a, a good word picture, and James is going to give us all of these word pictures to help us understand what it looks like to try to get a hold of what comes out of our mouth. Okay, mm-hmm. and so the first illustration he gives us is a bit in a horse's mouth. Right. So you've got this massive horse, okay, um, and then you've got this little bitty, really relative comparison to the size of the horse, you've got a very small little metal piece that goes into the horse's mouth. Right. And James says, you put that little piece into the horse's mouth and that horse obeys you. It mm-hmm. goes, you pull it to the right, you pull it to the left, you pull it back. It, it, their whole body is controlled because of that little bit that's in their mouth. Yeah. And then the second illustration he gives is a boat. So mm-hmm. he says, think about ships. Okay, these massively large ships, and, and they're going through these tough winds, okay, but they're guided by a rudder, this small rudder that's underneath the water, okay, that actually turns the ship to the right and to the left. Yeah. So again, this concept of being directed, directed, mm-hmm. a horse directed, a ship is directed. Um, and so then he says, just like the rudder and just like the bit, in the horse's mouth, the tongue is also a little small thing, but boy, does it do. He says it boasts great things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it's, and like you said, it's, it's this large and, and he, he chooses two pictures of two things that are moving mm-hmm. and two things that are, um, they're not just stagnant. Nope. And, and, and I think, I think I love this word picture because he's talking about a horse that you can move it. You can turn it anyway by, by moving that bit or the rudder. And, and that's what we're talking about when we say we can change the direction of, mm-hmm. and we change the destination of, of something. Yep. I think that's why I love why he chose these two things, because this is not just a stagnant, a stagnant, um, or a, a stable or, a, or a, an inanimate object. He's talking about something yeah. that literally is going somewhere and the direction will change. 
based on, you know, based on the words and the communication that, 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 that we use. No, absolutely. And, and, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, to cut you off. That was great. No, I was, I was just finishing that thought and that there is a destination. And so your, cha- your destination will change and your direction can change based on how you're communicating, whether you're communicating no. good or bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you think about it, let's practically throw it into action here. Can you think of a time when words impacted how you thought? Mm. So somebody's words, whether they were your words or somebody else's words, changed the way you thought. You were thinking one way, and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden somebody said something, Mm -hmm. and it made you think something very different. Yeah. And and all of us can can conjure up moments when things like that happen. Um, Can you think of a time when words impacted how you felt? Yeah. I mean, I can be super happy having a great day, and somebody says something to me, in the wrong way or put words that it, it changes everything about my yes. emotional status. Yes. Yeah. Right. That, that um, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the third big one, not just the way we think, not how we feel, but how we behave. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so you're talking about directing us and all of a sudden moving us to the right or to the left. The words can shift us in such a way that our entire behavior changes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and we, we've, we, seen yeah, we've been on the receiving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we've been on the receiving end of that, and I, you know, and we, I know we've been on the get the giving yeah, end of that as well. Mm-hmm. But there have been, you know, people have changed. Um, just like you said, there can be just words, and I know everybody has always said sticks and stones can break my bones, but, but words, words are will worse. never hurt me. Yeah, words will never oh, hurt no, me. No, words, no. Are words are worse. Words are killers. Yeah. Words are killers, and that's what he's saying. And like you said, people have. I mean, people have become violent. Because yeah. because of the way communication has been um, has been used to them or towards them, yeah. No, a- absolutely. I mean, we see rage, mm. um, we see uh, we see violence, um, and and we see you know hurt, pain. So we see all kinds of massive behavior shifts. So when we think about this, James is so right. What what is said can uh, can change the direction of how I think, how I feel, and how I behave in a heartbeat. And what that means, flip side of that is, what I say can Mm -hmm. also change how other people are thinking, feeling, and behaving as well. So, you know, it's not just about, oh, poor me, I've been hurt because of something somebody said. We also have to say that may be true, but also, what am I saying? Yeah. When have I made that? When have I changed somebody's mind or feelings or thoughts or behaviors? based on yeah. something that I've said and, and we're thinking, and, and James is putting it for the most part, all through these verses, he's putting it in a, in a warning capacity. Um, he's putting it in a negative because he, he, he you know, spiritually yeah. guided by the Holy Spirit and say, this is human nature. They're really going to struggle with their tongue, with their, mm-hmm. with their communication. And, um, and his, so he's giving us the negative view of it. At the end, there's there's some we can talk about, like okay, this is how you can use it positively. But for the most part, this is a, this is a huge warning, and and it's hard. It really is hard to think just in the most in these recent days when my communication has hurt or has um, impacted negatively, or mm-hmm. you know, and 
And it's hard to think about, obviously the Lord forgives and there's this type part of growth. Um, but at the same time, it's a warning to all of us, do not be this person because we live. And here's that element of community that he's, that James has talked to us about in first, you know, the first chapter, second chapter, mm -hmm. we all live together. We mm -hmm. all we all have to, we all have yeah. to struggle along in this world. And are we going to help? And are we going to guide people's directions with our, with our good words and with our healthy instead of, um, oh, yeah. and so, yeah, he talks about the horse. He talks about the ships. There is destination things, things change, you know, based on the, based on the communication. Um, and so, so also is this, is the, is the tongue a small member yet it boasts of great things. And then again, here's another word picture. And uh, it, it just it just reminds me of um of uh what was the bear Smokey the bear and yes. he's like don't you only you can protect prevent forest fires and yes. that's what James is like only you can prevent fires from coming out of your own mouth because you know yeah. once it's out there you can't take it back we just had some forest fires here in the Dominican Republic because we're going through a drought and and it's it's scary because it happens quickly and destruction yes. is Massive. is widespread. And it was, a, it was one tiny little spark. And, uh, and that's, again, that's, this is James right. was saying, and again, we've got that directional, that living, that moving direction of a fire can just cause so much, so much destruction. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small, tiny little fire. And yeah. that, again, is that, is that your tongue? Is that your communication? No. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I think, you know, yeah, our, our words can, and our communication we it can move people in, in a different direction, but it also destroys. It's just like yeah. you know, it's uh, this this tongue, and he says the tongue is a fire. Mm -hmm. You know, so we've got like you said, we've got this this massive, and, and all of us can can imagine. We can almost close our eyes right now and see how this little spark kind of mm -hmm. spreads and crackles and pops, and all of a sudden it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger, and then all of a sudden thousands of acres are wiped out and you, you know, you ride down the road and the next thing you know, um, you know, I remember several years ago up in the Gatlinburg Pitchin Forge area mm. of Tennessee, yeah. not far from where I live. Um, there was some boys playing around and they caught some stuff on fire and all of a sudden that fire caught wind and that wind carried that fire and it wiped out millions mm. and millions and millions of dollars of, of homes and property. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, I saw videos of people trying to flee their homes and it looked like they were driving through hell. I mean, it was yeah. just an inferno all the way around them as they're trying to get out of this. And this is what we got to know. Our words spread fast yeah, and our words bring destruction yeah. and you can't take back what you say. And it, it, it's just like, what's the fire destroys? You, yeah. you can't go back and look, okay, let's fix it. It takes time for all that yeah. to regrow. Right. It, it's, and, it's been yeah. destroyed. Yeah. And, and we've got to see this power of how our words can literally bring destruction to situations, to people's lives, to our families. Mm -hmm. And it's and, not and like, it, just get over it. Right. And it's not, and, and we're not talking about, I mean, it is, it's not a candle that you can, you can blow out. It, it's, and I, I think we've talked about this before, sin, even, even sin that we think is so isolated mm -hmm. has so many more consequences to so many more people than we realize mm -hmm. our words. And that's what, that's what James is saying. It goes way farther than you think it affects way yeah. 
it affects way more property than you would have ever imagined. It goes in a, in a direction way outside of, mm-hmm. of what you, what, because you weren't thinking and that, right. and, the, and the, because these are, these are things that you're like, you, you you're, uh, you're not thinking, you're not, you're not taking a minute. And, and, uh, and he has just talked yeah. to you. He's like, I just talked to you guys about wisdom. I just talked to you guys about, about being controlled and, and understanding who we are in the body. And now, and now I really need to talk about this tiny little member that is going to create way more destruction than, than you would imagine. Even, even if I just said one thing to one person and I said, this is that whatever affects them and however it affects them Mm -hmm. and changes that direction, it could, it's, it's going to affect around them and then it affects their direction, which continue. It has, I think we don't understand or we take it so lightly how far it goes and how, how much destruction actually really does happen, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's so funny. I'm sorry really doesn't actually create that, uh, that fire as you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm no, right. No, you can't fix I mean, it. no, you know, so many of us on the other side of it have replayed words that were spoken by somebody about us or to us in our heads over and over mm. and over again. Um, still. you know, we've got adults that still replay conversations from their childhood where a kid at school or a parent or a teacher or a coach spoke things and they've mm-hmm. never forgotten them. We have girls that are, that, you know, still are, they're, they're never recovered from words that were spoken by a boy at school or yeah. a boyfriend or a friend or whatever. I mean, we, we have to understand it because we, we do it. This is where I think mm-hmm. we all relate at the moment. We sit in it for a moment. We go like, yeah, man, I remember what so-and-so said about that. And I remember how those words hurt me. Mm-hmm. But what we have to flip that around is we know how badly we've been hurt. We have to remember mm-hmm. that our words hurt just as bad. Right. And, exactly. um, and I think a lot of us, Allie, we do know the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like if we're honest, a lot of us know the power of the tongue and we use that power and we wield right. that weapon uh, to hurt people. It's right. like, okay, you know, you hurt me. So how can I hurt you? Um, and I know what, I know how I can hurt you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to call you this. I'm going to say this about mm-hmm. you. I'm going to, I'm going to zing you out. You know, I'm going to blast you. And that's how, that's how I can hurt you. Yeah. Um, and man, James is going to say, look, every animal on the planet basically can be tamed, but the yeah. tongue cannot yeah. be tamed. And this is the, listen to what he says. He says, mm-hmm. it's a restless evil full of deadly poison. Yeah. I mean, that's strong. Yeah. Um, it's strong, you know, and, and James is like, you know, because with our words, we bless the Lord. He says, mm-hmm. we bless the Lord. Yeah. And then we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It does, you know? That doesn't match. No. Um, right. And I think, you know, so many times we've seen this, we've seen this in um, just lately in the last two decades or the last decade with social mm-hmm. media and how, um, yeah. how people have been affected, especially yeah. teenagers have been affected yeah. to the point of suicide. Absolutely. Um, by somebody's words and those words mm-hmm. like you said they were calculated they were um intentional 
Um, yeah. and I, and, and, and there are times when I have used my words for evil, um, intending them to be, or even not, let's not even, let's not even go to words. Let's go like facial expressions <laughs> or tone, right. you know, yeah. um, my communication. That's why I keep coming back to the word communication. Um, but at the same time, and there are times when I've actually said something at, and I, I it, it just in, so there, but either reactionary, way, right? very yeah. reactionary. And that's why James is saying you really, it's, it's a hard animal to control and you're never, this is the one thing, this is the one that you, you cannot get it under control no. unless, you know, and then and here's what it looks like. You're the hypocrisy of going to church and singing praise, wor- praise and worship and going and <laughs> telling people, God bless you. And, um, and speaking like we do in, you know, um, to women. Uh, on a stage, and then at the same time, using that same instrument, our mind and our tongue to communicate um, hurt and evil. He, it doesn't match. It's not. A, and he's going back to who we really are. It's not it who you are. This is what it. This is the ugly side, and that's why he's using such strong language because he's like, this is so important. Oh, absolutely. And I think you know we've emphasized right now um, hurting people with our words. But I think there's also, you know, James doesn't narrow this topic down to just words that hurt, mm-hmm. but he 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 kind of this is a much broader topic. And so I think not only are we, you know, not only does this include words that'll hurt, but I think also this is just man, you know, a lot of times we just say things, we talk, yeah. we we talk about things we shouldn't be talking about. Right. We use language we shouldn't be using. Mm-hmm. We we are. We tell jokes we shouldn't be telling. Right. Yes. We, um, you know, we sing the lyrics to songs. Right. That we shouldn't be singing. Uh huh. And and all of this is what it's all communication, you know. Mm-hmm. So we've got we got Paul and Philippians saying, "Hey, whatsoever things are, you know, think and speak. These are the things yes, that ought to flow from us, right? right. Exactly. And, yeah. Let and, no corrupt communication come out of their mouth. But you know, and yeah, what is edifying and what mm-hmm. is, and so when we really, when we think about our words, it's more than just yeah. what we say or don't say. It's mm-hmm. also really, our words are a direct result, I think, so mm-hmm. much of what we're putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think James is going to kind of allude to this because he says, he gives again, these illustrations are coming back again. Yeah. These word pictures, he says, does a spring pour out sweet water and bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's and, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Right. Does, does bitter water and sweet water come from the same spring source? Well, no, it doesn't. He's like a fig tree. Okay. Fig tree. Does it produce figs and olives or, you know, yeah. well, no, uh, mm-hmm. you know, does a grapevine produce figs? Well, no. And so he, I think he's really getting back to, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What's your source? What? Well, yeah. Right. Right. Where is it coming from? What's what's it? And, you know, we're going to throw out our favorite word rooted. What's coming yeah. through those roots? And the, the, because what you say, you know, out of the abundance of, as, uh, of the of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mouth speaks. So yeah. it, it starts with what's inside. So what are you putting in? What are you allowing to come in? And then what you know, and that, that's what's what what's going to come out. And and it's interesting because. um because like you said, can a fig tree, my brother's bear, olives or a grapevine produce figs? It's, it's whatever that is coming through those roots, that source of water, the bitter and the sweet. Um, yep. And, and it, it's, it's got to start from somewhere. And, and that's why we're constantly 
um, number one, talking about what keeps you rooted deep and, and people go back to the scriptures all the time. But then also that's where the importance of accountability partner to where you can practice communicating what you're learning is not supposed to stay inside the best way to practice. And we've talked about skills uh, so many times. The best way to practice communication is to communicate well. And that, that happens with an accountability partner. Hey, let's get together and just talk about what we're learning in scripture. Why? Because you're practicing that sweet water coming through, coming, coming through that fountain, because um, it's not going to happen unless you're, it's, it's a continual, it's not a stagnant pool. It's continually moving. Yeah. And you know, there's so, when you start to study scripture, you find that there's so much written about the words that we say. Yes. You know, we go to the book of Proverbs and it says that a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. He paint again, another word picture, these, mm-hmm. this beautiful apples that are all yeah. just looking so wonderful. And they sit in this gorgeous silver bowl. And he's like, if you say the right words at the right time, mm-hmm. that it, it has that effect. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, we mentioned Philippians already. It's like, wait a minute. What you put in is eventually going to come out. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we have to be so careful as we're getting ready to kind of, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm like, okay, so how do I, how do I, how to make, make sure my words are well chosen right. and how do I make sure that my emotions aren't leading the way? And, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about uh, right here as we end the podcast, we're going to talk about some very practical things mm-hmm. that are going to help us to be able to guard our tongue, because right. I think um, that's important. Uh, but I think the first one is the one that James gives us very clear in this passage. If you want to say the right thing, you mm-hmm. better be putting the right thing in. Right. Thinking on the right thing. Yes. Uh, otherwise, the wrong thing is going to come gonna, out. It's going to come out. Yeah. And you and and you can't. And again, you can't control it once it does. And you nope. can't take it back. And you can't. Oh, I didn't nope. mean to say that. Well, mm-hmm. it was already there. And so the fact that right. you said it, you know, just kind of showed everybody else was there. Um, and 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 talking continually talking about what we're putting because so much of this starts with the mind so much of this starts with like you said what we're putting in what we're studying what we're meditating on and and how we're using that um to to bless or to hurt whether it's to bring good or bad and and when we're when we're in the word of god and when we're studying like you said proverbs is so full of this the spirit controlled tongue what it looks yeah. like and how it, you know, and how it, um, it can change. And there's proverbs about how it really can change what people think of you, you know? Um, so are they going to think of you as a fool or a wise man based on what you say? And, um, and, and are you, are you going to be a sweet fountain or a, uh, so there is a choice here. I feel like so many Mm -hmm. times we, we read the scriptures and it's, and, and it's like, okay, Lord, help me be this, help me be this. And the Lord's like, I'm telling you what to do straight up. You know, yeah. I'm not, you don't no, have to, absolutely. this is not, it's hard. It's nearly impossible, but I am telling you, this is the direction you need to be going in your communication. And again, in your study, in your, in your personal, um, in your prayer life, in your, mm-hmm. in your Bible study to where, when, when yep. it is time to say, or yep. to be quiet. And then there have been times when I have felt, oh, I just want to say this. And, mm-hmm. uh, I took a second 
this is really rarely Reba where I actually take a second before I talk, you know me. Um, but I do feel like I get in the car. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for me, you know, just for giving me that moment and stopping me from saying whether it was an opinion um, to like, you know, an opinion to kind of guide um, in the wrong direction or whether it was gossipy or whether it was just um, the wrong form of communication or whether it was just, you know, straight up mean. Um, there are times when it's in my mind. Um, oh. Absolutely. But it didn't come out, thankfully, because there were there was a, the Holy Spirit was the, like really took control. And um, and that's happening. The more I've spent actually in James, um, the more I've spent in the more I've spent in scripture uh, yeah. and the more the more time you're in scripture, the more that voice is stronger. The, the Holy Spirit is more in um, in control. And uh, I am not. No, I am not saying I have arrived. I am not the KJV word. Perfect. I am not, you know, that word perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying that, but there have been times when I'm like, oh, I know what it's like to for for the spirit to control my tongue instead of me controlling my well, tongue. Well, and you know, know what? That's good. I think that's the key. And I think you just said it. I think the first thing is we have to recognize that we can't tame our tongue, but the Holy Spirit can. Yeah. And so I, I just think, boy, I mean, really, you just you just said it, right? I mean, you just perfectly said it right there. Uh, I hope everybody was listening to what she just said. Because that is it. I can't tame what I do. I can control what I put in. But a lot of times, if I'm not careful and I'm not, I think I love this word intentional. Mm, if yeah. I'm not intentional, something is going to come out that I don't want to come out. Yeah. Whether it, you know, whether it's critical, whether it's gossip, whether mm. it's being a smart aleck, whether yeah. it's just kind of, you know, uh, hurting someone with just a, a comment that was flippant or I thought it was yeah. funny and it wasn't funny at all. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, passive aggressive statements and so forth. You, you, you know, you've talked about those yeah. things. So being intentional with our words um, and, you know, and, and that's just part where the Holy Spirit has to right. kind of, you know, help us. And then we've talked about it. It also affects what I put in because what I put in is going to come out. Yeah. We just talked about mm -hmm. that. It is going to come out eventually. And that's why you have to be careful as a teacher because, man, I'm just going to tell you, hold a mic long enough and, <laughs> and you, you know, you get your words mixed up. You say something. You have to be careful because when you're teaching, things come yeah. out. So yeah. it's like, okay, wait a minute. What am I putting in? Because that's going to mm -hmm. come out. Right. Um, and. But also, I think there's common sense. Mm. Yeah. And this is where I think some of us throw common sense out the window. <laughs> yes, the Holy Spirit is going to help us. And yes, I need to be careful what I'm putting in. But you know what? I need to use my brain sometimes and say, wait just a minute. I'm in a, I need to be aware. You know, we talk about awareness, self-awareness. But honestly, if you're emotionally charged, if you're having a bad day, yeah. Um, if you are in a conflict with somebody, mm -hmm. you, your tongue alert ought to go to 10. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your tongue should be flagging. Like you should just red flag this thing is the bridle. The bit is not in the horse's mouth right now. And that horse is about to go, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is a moment when you're like, okay, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm upset. Yeah. I am mad right now. Mm -hmm. And because I know I'm upset and I know I'm mad, I will say something I will regret. Right. This is not a time for me to speak. Yeah, exactly. Walk and walk away. 
Yeah. And you know, Aren't even you if we have to look at people and say, you know what, I can't talk about this right now with you because mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. say something I regret. And yeah. so I'm going to go get my act together. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. I get, I'm going to get with Jesus for a little yeah. bit here. Mm-hmm. And, and then when I can do this in a way, I won't say something I regret. I can right. have this discussion with you. Yeah, exactly. And understanding again, it's just understanding when you are emotionally charged, like the common sense needs to really step in here and say, why would I want, I mean, why would I continue to stay in this conversation? If I know if I'm flagging, I'm about to lose it. Um, my husband and I read both, we read the book called red zone, blue zone, and, um, it's a great book, but the, you know, and so the other day I, I asked him a question and his tone was a little accelerated. I said, okay, red zone. And he's like, oh yeah. You know? And so we just kind of flag each other, like red zone, you know? Um, and, and thankfully we've both, you know, we've both read that book and, and we know. And so even when, when I'm talking about a situation, he'll be like flag. Okay. That sounds really emotionally charged for you. Or even, um, there was one time I heard him typing. I'm like, you sound like you're typing mad. Are you typing mad? You know, cause it's like, you yeah. can hear him like clanking on the keyboard. Um, but ha- you know, again, that goes back to having a calamity partner as well as common sense to say, this is very emotionally charged for me. I'm either going to say the wrong thing, or I'm just going to say the, just the tone is going to overwhelm what I'm actually saying. And it's not going to be received. Um, it's not going to be received at all. So yeah, take a minute. How, and I know it's it sounds trite, but counting to 10 and taking a deep breath really does from a psychological perspective and and um, and a physiological perspective, it really does regulate your nervous system. It's just like pausing and breathing and take then a say, step okay, back. take a step mm-hmm. back, walk, walk outside and then come back mm-hmm. in. And I think Ross Robinson um, talk to us about this a while back when we were talking about you know, like family dynamics and, and sure um, did. um, and, and these type of conflict resolution. And he's like, sometimes just breathe in, then breathe out and then answer, you know? And so, uh, uh, because we we all have times that we have to have the conversations. We're not saying don't say difficult things or don't say hard That's things. Right. We're That's right. saying you speak the truth in love in love right mm. we speak the truth and so there are times when we will be in a situation where we are we are we have to use our tongue but are we going to have those emotions that red zone emotion behind it or are we going to have the holy spirit saying no we need to speak the truth but this is how we're going to say it this is how yeah. we're going to communicate it and uh, and that common sense needs to step in and say this is going to be emotionally charged for me so i need to go ahead and prepare myself now or i need to step away get a cup of coffee decaf decaf if you're really right, ready, right. <laughs> decap or, or right. a chilled cut, you know, but, um, but, and then come back. And so the Holy spirit has got to guide all of this, but then our common sense and our, and, and what we're putting in, you know, um, those are, those are some practical tips that we need today right oh, now. I mean, absolutely. I needed it oh, like absolutely. a few minutes. <laughs> no, well, exactly. Because, you know, this is a powerful verse six, the end of verse six, man, if we could really grasp this, because I want you to listen to what this verse says, the end of verse six. It says that our, our tongues, the, the words that we speak, they set the course of life yeah. on fire and it mm-hmm. itself is set on fire by hell. Okay, yeah. no, wait a minute. What in the world? I mean, really, this is the idea that 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 our words are actually can be fueled by by hell itself. Yeah. It, yeah. It's gas, it's like it's like hell itself is pouring gasoline on this mm-hmm. fire that we've already got spreading 
And yeah. all of a sudden, it is way, way. I mean, and the devil loves nothing more than destruction. John 10 tells us that, right? Um, right. And so what has the power to destroy sometimes more than words that we say? Exactly. And so, wow, I, you know, I am just, I, I really, I think we all should, to, should think, wait a minute. What is what what does this look like for me personally today? Right. Yeah. What is my yeah. what is my Instagram feed? What does my social media mm-hmm. feeds look like right now? Yeah. What if I took an audit of the last six months mm. of my comments and my post? Yeah. What have I said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe you haven't cursed somebody out. Maybe you feel like, well, I haven't, you know, told somebody to go to hell or I've not done that. Okay. Well that we, I'm glad I appreciate that, Mm -hmm. but that's not the only bad words, right? Right. Um, Yeah. Gossip. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we, slander. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we start to go through and scripture is filled with these descriptors of these, of the way we use words Mm -hmm. and how they hurt. Yeah. Um, And so I think, it's good for us all to ask to do this. David did it. And it's good for us all. God searched my heart in this moment with regards mm-hmm. to the words that come out of my mouth and, yeah. or the words that I write in, in a, in a, in a letter, a text, mm-hmm. a, an email or whatever, and see if there's any wicked way, wicked in, way me. in me. Yeah. And if yeah. there is mm-hmm. show it to me. Um, my mom constantly just let the words of my mouth and the medication of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, my redeemer. That is, I mean, that, that verse, because it talks not only just about the words, but the mind, those meditation. And if you can, and if, you know, and the search me, oh God, really, Mm -hmm. I love that idea of doing an audit and saying, okay, what are some conversations that I've had in the last few weeks? What are some, because in my mind, I don't actually, I don't, I don't really, I don't put passive aggressive stuff on, on, on social media. I'm, I'm a, I'll just be passive aggressive to your face. So, so (laughs) that's all. Um, but at the same time, my, I, you know, had doing an audit of some conversations that I've had lately, whether it's been gossip or whether it's been, like you said, you know, I don't know about that, you know, and being all, um, bless your heart and I'll pray for you type of situation. Um, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, church ladies can do that the the best, you know, as far as that type of, yeah, we can say know, bless your heart and stab you in the back all and, in the same sentence. Yes. Right? And, uh, and, and, you know, take it, take, take stock of where you've, of where you've, um, you've hurt. And if you can make, if you can go to that person, oh, do man, it. Yeah. Your make kids, your husband. Yes. Oh, you yes. know, your spouse. I mean, man, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to them and say, man, I'm really sorry. I should not right. have said that. Yeah. You know? and, but, you know, and the most sincere apology is, a, is change behavior. Correct. And so start off with, you know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm working on this. I'm sorry I did said this or said this this way, blah, blah. But then change, ask the Holy Spirit to begin yeah. working in you and make, and make a change because that's, no, that's where the apology and, really takes and, and And although we're not talking about apologies, I think this is a good reminder. A, a true apology is not one where you say, I'm sorry, but you did this too, uh, right? It's, it's yeah. a sincere <laughs> apology is this is what I did. I'm owning yeah. it. I'm asking mm-hmm. you to forgive me. And that's it. That's it. This is not, but you made me. But, but you, if you hadn't yeah. said, but know, you, yeah. you, no, 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 that's not an apology. Okay, that's an accusation. So exactly, yeah, yeah. So let's let's just, uh, man, maybe go study James chapter three verses one through twelve today, and really ask God to help us 
and mm-hmm. ask him to give us this apples of gold, pitchers of silver, beauty in our words. Let our words be edifying. Let our words help encourage. Let our words um, lift up, build up, um, and be full of the love of God. And when we see ourselves in a situation where that may not be what's getting ready to come out of our mouths, mm-hmm. um, let's take a step back. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Um, let, let's walk away. Yeah. Let's do whatever it is that we need to do in that moment to to be able to gather ourselves so that when we do resolve the conflict, when we do have the hard discussion, mm-hmm. when we do, let's do it in an emotionally God-led spirit in spirit which led, we can yeah. say, okay, wait a minute. Now mm-hmm. I think I can find the way to choose my words wisely, even though the words may be difficult to hear. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. so again, yeah, take, first thing to do after this podcast, you've listened, take some time today. And like Reba said, read James 3 mm-hmm. and really get a good sense of how strongly he's telling us how important. I mean, he's using his words to teach yeah. us about how we, how to, how to communicate and then, and then start putting in the good things. And so, um, mm-hmm. so the bad, so the bad things don't come out. Yeah, exactly right. Wow. This has been so good. And we hope you're enjoying the study of James. Now we'll uh, read with us this week, please. Uh, we encourage you just, I mean, all of us need to read this a lot. It's not like we read this once and be like, I got it. So, um, so, you know, study this, read this next podcast. We're going to talk about James chapter three, verses 13 through 18. And we're going to talk a little bit about wisdom as we finish this chapter up. But we hope you're taking a deep dive with us into the book of James and really listening to the podcast and using it as a catalyst for your deeper in-depth study uh, at, at home. So until next time, stay rooted deep and watch your words. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.